1: rebel rouser i'm alan Voivod, and this is star wars 7x7 it's episode number 1522 thank you so much for joining me for this episode thank you so much for subscribing to the show wherever you happen to be checking it out and if you're not subscribing yet then hey what's stopping you (laughs) come on and hit that subscribe button wherever you are picking this show up So today we are going to do a scoundrel business episode. We haven't done one of these in about a month or so because there hasn't been as much reason to do them on a weekly basis and that's because we are talking about Solo A Star Wars Story. And considering that Solo is about to come out on home video, Well, this will be the final Scoundrel Business box office update for Solo, a Star Wars story. So here is the deal. Solo made $56,000 on 90 screens this past weekend, or at least that's the estimate right now. And so it's pretty much at the end of its run. Actually, pretty excitingly though, it moved up six places in the box office charts this weekend. It was in 39th place and now it's in 33rd place so hey good on that as far as its overall grosses in the domestic space which would be North America it's actually in sixth place for 2018 right now but that's going to change this weekend because Ant-Man and the Wasp should be able to make enough money to get up into sixth place itself and Mission Impossible Fallout based on the rate it's going at right now chances are that's going to pass solo on the domestic front as well so, so far, we can say pretty safely that Solo will be the eighth highest domestic box office grocer of 2018. That's, of course, pending everything else coming out for the rest of the year. And so, this is the 15th weekend of its release, and right now it is at 690 odd thousand. It'll probably crack 213,700, but Mm, yeah, it's not going to get up any higher than that, any significantly higher. And that is basically going to do it for the run. I wonder where those 90 screens are somewhere in the U.S. I mean, I don't think any of them are here in New Hampshire. Maybe there's one kicking around in Boston or something. I don't know. But anyway, um, if you want to see solo, you're going to have to be you know very lucky if you want to catch it on one of those last 90 screens. So this is your last really last chance to see it before you see it at home which you know what sometimes seeing it at home is almost better in its way because then you don't have you know people throwing popcorn behind you and people talking like it's their living room this is the thing that I always have to say to my own kids and any other kids we take with us just to remind them, hey you're not in your living room so keep them talking down during the movie and yeah so eighth domestic you know it's not as good as we wanted it to be it's not as good as Lucasfilm wanted it to be, you know, what are you going to do? You know, part of it has to do, of course, with the movie reviews. It was not as well reviewed as everything else. Part of it has to do with, you know, being on Memorial Day weekend. And, you know, that generally speaking has been a really tough weekend the last few years. And we know that other movie distribution companies are counter-programming against Star Wars. They've decided, hey, you know, we're not afraid of Star Wars. And we gave The Force Awakens a pass. But you know with Rogue One and The Last Jedi they counter programmed against them and the counter programming is already happening for episode 9. You know, it's just it's part of the movie business. And yeah, you could throw in The Last Jedi Fuffara, the controversy around there too. I'm sure that had an effect. We've talked about this ad nauseum on the podcast. I don't think it had as big effect as all of these other factors did, but you know, we'll see. The proof will be in the pudding when episode 9 comes out. So in that sense, I gotta say, I know we've talked about it on the podcast, and we're done talking about it for now, at least. Like, you know, anything about that, you know, Last Jedi business and whether it's affecting the box office. Right now, we don't have another movie coming out for another 15 months. So, it's a moot point until we see episode 9. So, we're not going to talk about that on the podcast anymore we're just going to focus on what we've got in front of us which is a solo home video release and we're going to get see lots of deleted scenes and feature commentary and i think that stuff is going to be really interesting and we've also got star wars resistance coming out in October we've got novels and so on and so forth and so there's definitely going to be a lot to keep us interested between now and episode nine's release I mean we're getting the Disney streaming service in the fall of 2019 before episode nine comes out so chances are we'll have our first look at the Jon Favreau series and also at the episodes of Clone Wars Saved the final season of the Clone Wars so there's a lot to look forward to on the Star Wars front now, I didn't mention anything about the worldwide grosses for solo a Star Wars story, so I will do that after the break, after a word from our friends at Nissan. Stay tuned. Hey, Rebel Rouser. Have you ever wanted to take a land speeder for a spin, or maybe even the Millennium Falcon itself? Well, here's the next best thing. You can make your own custom Solo A Star Wars Story-inspired Nissan with the Best in Galaxy customizer. Just go to SW7X7.com custom to customize and share your own Star Wars-inspired vehicle. And don't forget, Solo A Star Wars Story is coming home on digital September 14th, Blu-ray September 25th, and new on 4K Ultra HD as well. Welcome back. Alright, so Solo A Star Wars Story, just barely missing $400 million at the worldwide box office. It's going to end up in 14th place for 2018. Ant-Man and the Wasp and Mission Impossible Fallout have already passed it on the worldwide charts, so they don't have them barking at their heels like in the domestic box office. But, uh, you know, pending anything else coming out this year, it looks like 14th is a pretty solid place. It'll definitely, I think, stay top 20 overall. You know, something about the round number, one in that 400 million, uh, you know, it's a little frustrating that it didn't at least hit that. But I think Scott Mendelson with the ticket booth at Forbes had been predicting 375 million. So at least it beat that by uh, not quite a significant amount, you know, a few percentage points, but, you know, still a little bit better than predicted. Which, you know, any little victories you can take out of this would be great. And hey, it's Ron Howard's biggest movie ever, so good for him, too. Anyway, that is going to do it for today's episode of the show. Tomorrow, we're going to start talking about the Solo A Star Wars Story Expanded Edition novelization. Because that thing will have been released. So, we'll be able to get into more details from the novel that we haven't gotten into just yet. So, we're going to take a few days on that, actually, if I'm not mistaken. So, anyway check that out. Subscribe if you haven't subscribed to make sure that you get those episodes handed to you on a silver platter on whatever, whatever service you're happening to check out the podcast on. And it just remains for me to say thank you so much once again for joining me for this episode and may the force be with you wherever in the world you may be.